On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the latest Dunkel College football rankings, as well as four picks for week 10 of the schedule, starting with an SEC contest between two uh, ranked teams as the Texas A&M Aggies host the Auburn Tigers, and followed by Tulsa at Cincinnati, Indiana at Michigan, and wrapping up on Saturday night with the Oregon Ducks visiting the Washington Huskies. The Dunkel Index Podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service, now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and let's take a look at our latest top five rankings and some of the big matchups for week 10 of the college football schedule. Starting with number five in this week's Dunkel rankings, we have the 9 0 Oklahoma Sooners creeping back into the mix. Lincoln Riley's offense has started to pick it up behind freshman quarterback Caleb Williams who threw for six TDs in Oklahoma's 52-21 win over Texas Tech last week. Sooners have the week off before a big showdown at Baylor next week. At number four and moving up a slot is the 8-0 Cincinnati Bearcats. Luke Fickle's team looks sluggish again for the second straight week, but survived on the road against Tulane. The Bearcats return home this week to host the 3-5 Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Staying at number three is the Ohio State Buckeyes, who face their first tough competition in over a month in a 33-24 victory over Penn State. The one-loss Buckeyes try to avoid a trap this week as they head to Nebraska to face the 3-6 Huskers. At number two, we still have the 8-0 Georgia Bulldogs, who served up a nasty punch for the Florida Gators at the cocktail party in a lopsided 34-7 contest. The good times should keep on coming this week for the Dogs as they host a Missouri team that is 0-8 against the spread this season. And at number one, but with its lead over Georgia dwindling, is the Alabama Crimson Tide, who had their week off to prepare for this week's matchup with LSU. Usually a game that has helped determine the national championship landscape, the 4-4 four four Tigers are already looking for greener pastures as well as a new head coach. Now, let's take a look at some of this weekend's big matchups, starting in College Station, where the Texas A&M Aggies host the Auburn Tigers. Since the calendar is flipped to November, it's not too early to start thinking about some of the big end-of-the-year matchups like the Iron Bowl. And the way things are headed right now between Auburn and Alabama, there could be the West Division title and a trip to the SEC championship on the line this year. That Alabama is in that position is no surprise, but the fact that Auburn is knocking on the door didn't look as likely especially after losses to Penn State and Georgia earlier in the season. But Brian Harson's team has taken care of business over the last few weeks with big wins at Arkansas and at home against Ole Miss last week. The turnaround certainly coincides with the performance of Tigers QB Bo Nix, who has become one of the conference's best dual threat guys as he's thrown for over 1,700 yards and nine TDs, while also rushing for just under 200 yards and four more scores. That's also enabled a running game to get untracked with Tank Bigsby and Jaquez Hunter combining for close to 1,200 yards 
and 10 TDs on the ground. Texas A&M season has followed a similar path to Auburn's losses to Arkansas and at home to Mississippi State. Had folks wondering what had happened to Jimbo Fisher's team. But things turned around suddenly with the Aggies' huge 41-38 win over Alabama in Week 6. Quarterback Zach Calzada, like Bo Nix, emerged as the offensive leader with a 285-yard 3-TD performance against the Tide. And he's carried that on since with almost 1,400 yards passing and 12 TDs while leading A&M to -to back-to-back blowout wins over Mizzou and South Carolina that has the Aggies in the conversation for the West title as well. Clearly a lot riding on this game for both teams, and A&M should benefit from playing at home. But the road team has done a good job in this series of keeping it close with an 8-1 ATS record in the last nine meetings. Dunkel sees that trend continuing with the Aggies pulling out the win straight up, but the Tigers keeping it within the four-and-a-half-point Vegas line, with Nixon now Calzada generating just enough offense to push the final score over the Vegas total of 50. Now let's head to the American Athletic Conference to check in on the non-Power 5 team that is getting the most attention this year, the Cincinnati Bearcats, as they host the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. As I mentioned in the rankings, it hasn't been the most impressive of weeks for Luke Fickle's team, as they've struggled to get past Navy and Tulane on the road in their last two games. That clearly was on the CFP selection committee's mind yesterday as they put the Bearcats at number six in their rankings despite their perfect record. And while Tulsa is just three and five and ranked number 77 in the Dunkel Index, Cincinnati can ill afford to take Philip Montgomery's team lightly. The two met in the AAC championship game last year, and the Golden Hurricane took the Bearcats to the wire before losing 27 to 24. Heading back home to Nippert Stadium does give Cincy an opportunity to highlight some strengths, namely quarterback Desmond Ritter, who has been named a semifinalist for the Maxwell Award while throwing for almost 1,900 yards and 21 TDs. They also have one of the best running backs in the country in Jerome Ford, who is third in the nation in rushing TDs with 14. And the Bearcats are the only team in FBS Uh, to be in the top 10 in both scoring offense and scoring defense. Dunkel has the Bearcats getting right this weekend behind a 6-2 ATS record in their last eight home games. We'll take Cincinnati to cover the Vegas line of 22.5 with Ritter and company opening up the offense and going over the Vegas total of 62. Now let's head to Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we're reminded that while Groundhog Day technically doesn't come until February 2nd, seems to have visited the Wolverines early this year with Jim Harbaugh losing yet another game to Michigan State in ugly fashion. Michigan looked to be on its way to breaking that trend, but couldn't stop MSU's Kenneth Walker III or hold on to a 16-point second-half lead in a 37-33 loss to Sparty. So now the Wolverines are in that all-too-familiar role of trying to pick up the pieces. Harbaugh compared it to a boxer getting up off the mat. That may be an appropriate metaphor for this week's opponent, the Indiana Hoosiers. 
if Michigan could handpick an opposing boxer to get some confidence back, it's hard to find a better one than a team that is 0-5 in conference play and ranked number 53 in the Dunkel Index. It's certainly been a disappointing year in, in Bloomington following last year's breakout season that saw the Hoosiers go 6-1 and one in the Big Ten. But head coach Tom Allen has some excuses. First has been injuries to his starting QB, Michael Penix Jr., out with a shoulder injury, and Penix's backup, uh, Jack Tuttle, who's been out with a foot injury. Into the void has stepped freshman Donovan McCulley. And second is the fact that five of Indiana's six losses have come against teams ranked in the top 25 at the time. Indiana at least uh, continues to show some fight under Allen. They covered last week on the road at Maryland and are now 9-2 and two against the spread in their last 11 as a road underdog. Michigan, meanwhile, hasn't been at its best bouncing back from losses under Harbaugh and comes in with an 0-4 ATS record in their last four in this situation. Dunkel has Michigan winning, but it should be closer than the 20-point line in Vegas right now with the offenses struggling and keeping the final score under the Vegas total of 50. Now let's head out west to Seattle for the Pac-12 matchup between the Oregon Ducks and the Washington Huskies. The Ducks were certainly given a pathway to the postseason by the CFP committee when they came out as the number four team in the rankings. That's considerably higher than Dunkel's current ranking of number 16 and looks to reward them more for their win over Ohio State earlier in the year than ding them for their loss to Stanford or their 2-6 and six ATS record. Regardless, Mario Cristobal's team is in the driver's seat in the Pac-12 as they begin the final stretch of regular season games, starting with this road contest against the Huskies. The rivalry, rivalry was put on hold last year because of COVID, but it's been dominated by Oregon in recent years, with the Ducks winning 14 of the last 16. Jimmy Lake's Huskies team didn't look to be in much of a position to change that out of the gate, with season-opening losses to Montana and Michigan. But UW has won four of its last six and is coming off an upset loss at, uh, pardon me, upset win at Stanford, 20-13. to The defense has been the calling card all season and comes in ranked number one against the pass and 17th in scoring. They'll need to be on top of their game to slow down an Oregon offense that is averaging just over 36 points per game. Vegas has made the Ducks uh, favored on the road by a TD, which is not necessarily a welcome sight. Oregon is now 0-9 against the spread in its last nine games as a favorite and 1-4 against the spread in its last five as a road favorite. Dunkel has the Ducks pulling out the win and keeping the postseason dreams alive, but they fail to cover the seven as the UW uh, defense keeps the final score under the Vegas total of 52. So there you have it. Four picks to get your college football weekend started. Of course, you can go to dunkelindex.com for all of our college football picks, as well as this week's NFL schedule. Make sure to tune in later this week for our pro football podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for listening, especially my son, Ben, for all his hard work in making this happen. Have a great rest of the week. And as always, good luck. Good luck.